Good morning. Welcome to the daily Bible reading for Banding Together. This short overview of each chapter will provide fresh insight and context as you read the chapter, listen to the Holy Spirit, and walk in faithful obedience. This process, combined with gathering weekly in a discipleship group, will transform your walk with God and help you live on mission. So how will God speak to you today? Let's dive in. Well, good morning. My name is John West, and today we'll be looking at Psalm 33. So grab a Bible and grab a journal, and let's go ahead and get started today. Well, I mentioned in an earlier episode that the entire collection of 150 psalms are divided into five books. Uh, Book one is Psalm 1 through 41, and that's what we're in right now. It's written almost exclusively by David. Uh, But outside of the introduction, there are actually only two psalms in this entire book that lack a heading. And the first is Psalm 10, which many scholars believe ought to be combined with Psalm 9. And the second is Psalm 33. Uh, There are actually 10 ancient Hebrew manuscripts that combine Psalm 32 and 33 together. Uh, But now most of the books we have, and obviously in the Bible, uh, keep them apart. Well, if there was anything, though, that was holding Psalm 32 and 33 together, it would be the idea of singing to the Lord. In Psalm 32, we're told to sing because of our forgiveness, and Psalm 33 begins with a very similar uh, phrase. In verse 3, we read, Sing to him a new song and play skillfully. So God loves a new song, fresh worship, and creative praise. And and I take this literally. I know there are some who aren't always fans of the endless rotation of new worship music, but David commands it. He says, sing a new song. I, I want a new song. You know, the old hymns and choruses are great, but be creative. Work at your craft. You know, God is worthy. Let's create new songs of worship for him, and he deserves our best. It says, play skillfully, play with talent, work at your craft. And, and the worship that he commands, it's, it's for good reason. You know, verses 4 through 9, we see the imagery of the power of God in this psalm and the power of the word of the Lord. Uh, verse 6 tells us that the starry hosts of heaven were made by the breath of his mouth, which is incredible. You know, if you think about the breath of the mouth of God is kind of like a whisper, And so we could say the stars were created by a whisper of God, which is so powerful. But then that power is applied to the nations in verses 10 through 12, where we read that that the Lord foils their plans. He thwarts their purposes. Uh, Indeed, only the plans of the Lord will endure. So nations are to submit themselves to him. And this imagery kind of takes us back to Psalm 2. You know, as God has shown to be far above all the nations of the earth, he's all-seen, he's all-powerful, and that brings us then to kind of the second half of the psalm, where the focus moves from the word of the Lord to the eyes of the Lord. He looks down from heaven in verses 13 and 18. The eyes of the Lord are on all those who fear him. And the same imagery is actually used on our currency. Uh, You'll see on the back of a $1 bill a pyramid and then kind of the all-seeing eye of providence 
at the top, there's kind of this idea, you know, God sees through to the heart of humanity. He knows who fear him. He knows who doesn't fear him. And it doesn't matter how big the army, how powerful the nation, the warriors, the horses, the only hope we have is in him. So verse 12 concludes, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. And this is a clear picture of Israel, but what is the overall point of the psalm? If you were to tie it all together, it's the concluding verses in Psalm 33, 19 through 22 that give us the answer. We are to wait and hope for the Lord, and we're to trust in his holy name. This is a reminder for the nation of Israel to wait on the Lord. He's powerful. He's big. He sees everything. Endure with faithfulness. God will make things right. Today, as you take extra time to read this chapter, listen for the Spirit's voice, and then turn to a fresh page in your journal and use the soap process of scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And then don't forget the final S. Share with someone else how God spoke to you today. Thanks for joining us.